Hey, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. The topic today is the financial industry and what we're seeing happening today. And we're talking with Tom Randall, President and CEO of Sarasota Coastal Credit Union. Tom, thanks so much for joining me today. You're welcome. I'd love to hear a bit about your regional institutions in general and yours in particular and how you're impacted by some of the recent global economic issues that we're all talking about. Well, according to the local press, um, the southwest coast of Florida and this region that I'm in specifically may have been the epicenter for this whole mortgage crisis and this whole meltdown um, when I, when the local paper periodically produces the list of all the community banks and credit unions in, in about a four-county area, there are virtually none that are profitable. And I would say that's true of almost all those in Tampa as well, which is about 60 miles to the north. So it, it does look like the mortgage meltdown began here, driven primarily because of speculators and people that were flipping houses and condos. And when it they drove up the prices of the real estate artificially high, I mean, it was silly to think that prices were going to continue to go up you know, 25 or 30 percent a year forever, but when it crashed, it crashed a lot harder, and I know even more than a year ago, people here in the business community were saying that this region of Florida was in recession way before the recession where it was being used, you know, for the rest of the country. Um, specifically to us, um, our credit union um, did, did not ever make those undocumented, no documentation, or what we call liar loans. Uh, we actually told our members they were bad for them and, and turned them away, but they did go someplace else and make those types of loans. Sure. And then where where we're seeing the particular stress on us is in the defaults on the home equity lines of credit that people got with us, but their first mortgage is one of those undocumented, no, no document type loans. <clears throat> so, Tom, we're all talking about customer confidence. How do you gauge the level of confidence in your credit union, and how has it changed in the past year? We've had calls through our call center, but in all honesty, I've had none bubble up to me, which is a pretty good indication that it's not a major concern. Um, credit unions like um, like banks, you know, have share insurance, and we're on parity with FDIC, so the NCUA share insurance has the same levels, and it was recently temporarily increased to $250,000 as well. We simply tell the people that call that, the credit's been here since December of 1953. We are adequately capitalized. We're not well capitalized anymore because of the losses from real estate, but we're adequately capitalized. We've been here since 1953. We're local. We're still lending. It's business as usual for us. That we had amassed a lot of capital since the 50s, and for a rainy day, and folks, it's raining, and we do believe the sun will shine again. But we don't have the same kind of credit risk on our balance sheet that, that commercial banks had because we just didn't make those kinds of loans to begin with. And that, that seems to satisfy That's well said. It really is raining, isn't it? Yeah, it's raining. Now, now, how do you communicate with your members typically? And have you done anything sort of extraordinary to get this message out to them? Yeah, we well, I've, I've done a lot of scripting for my sales staff to, and, and to take the phone calls when people are you know, shopping for certificates with deposits and things like that. And then we've been more proactive uh, with a little harder message, both in our quarterly newsletter that goes out to all households, as well as on our website. Um, when you go to our webpage at www.sccu.org, um, we made the message from me on 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 point about this um, mortgage crisis and economic meltdown that we have. Very good. Now, do you feel that you face any greater risks because of the economic conditions, things like fishing, social engineering, sort of the opportunistic crimes? 
we're getting a lot more of the phishing and a lot more of these scams where people are getting uh, alerts primarily sent to their cell phone uh, telling them to call some 800 number in Canada someplace because their credit card's been compromised. We haven't had anybody fall for that. We've reported it. Uh, we saw another one as recently as yesterday. I don't know. I think the greatest um, risk for us because the economic conditions are are the continued mortgage defaults and the extraordinary provision for loan loss expense that we're incurring. I don't, I don't know when that's going to stop. Historically, because this area of Florida is driven primarily on tourism and construction and it's not very well diversified, but we had always had a really low unemployment rate, I mean, way below, you know, the state average or national. I mean, we were under 3% for just years and years and years and couldn't hardly even hire qualified people. That number now is, is going to 7% if it's not already above that, which is extraordinary for this part of the state and um, no no relief in sight. So I don't know where, where the bottom is. I don't know where we're going to see some um, rescue or, or some kind of robust signs of recovery with unemployment and the mortgage defaults. I mean, you know, the school board in the county, which is our kind of our core uh, membership, when they start laying off people in the hundreds, what they're doing, it definitely has an impact on us. No, that's scary. Given the conditions, what would you say your top two or three business objectives are as you head into 2009? We need to grow core deposits. We're, we're not we're not seeing growth in, um, in basic savings and money market accounts and CDs. We're seeing we've seen more money go out than we have come in. Um, so we need to have a better strategy to grow core deposits. We obviously need to look at repricing our loans. Uh, we're working now with an independent consultant on a loan pricing model. We, we use a deposit pricing model from the same company. And I think just to continue to reduce operating costs, I think as painful as this economy has been, when the sun does shine again, we're going to come out the other end, a much better organization, leaner and meaner and more efficient, more productive. It's forced us to cut a bunch of stuff. Now, I get the sense that, uh, you know, as people hear the news about banks, there are a lot of people running from banks to credit unions, and you could be the beneficiary of this. No. I'm not seeing that yet, but I've heard it, and, and, <laughs> and perhaps other parts of the country are are seeing it. You know, I've, we kind of think that when we model the budget for next year, that we should be looking for a bit more inflow into some of those core deposits. Um, you know, the CD certificates and money market should should we should see a bump because that flight to safety we have seen in other down cycles, other down business cycles, years gone by, but we've not seen it yet. <laughs> Tom, and this is a very affluent part of the country. I mean, exactly. Joseph County is very affluent, so it's it's odd that we haven't seen it. The downside of or the um, the you know, the downside of people that do that is senior citizens with lots of money and too much time on their hand are rape shoppers. They're not loyal members. They're not productive members. They just put money in and out of financial institutions, and then they just move it around all the time. Sure. It's, uh, now, going forward, what do you think are going to be the best ways that, that institutions like yours can enhance and maintain this customer confidence we've discussed? I think one of the things that came out of our uh, scenario planning session in August with my board management team was we really need to tell our story uh, loudly. I think credit unions are America's best-kept secret. I think the consumer really yearns for a place that cares and tells them the truth and meets your needs and provides great service at fair prices. And I think the cooperative aspect of credit unions is a compelling story. I don't think the media, no, no offense intended, uh, even acknowledges credit unions or that we are insured and we're still making loans. And we could be uh, one of America's best hopes for coming out of this recession and were it not for credit unions, and there aren't a lot of us, there's only 8,000 or so left, but if it weren't for us, the American consumer would literally have no other alternative in the marketplace other than a commercial bank who would then just 
impose them, you know, on fees and rates. I mean, so they wouldn't have any competition at all. So I think to tell our story, I think people are really craving to hear that story, and I think we've done a crummy, crummy job, as our national organizations have done a crummy job, too, with branding us and getting the message out. There's still just tens of thousands, if not millions of people who don't even know what a credit is or if they're eligible to join one. I think we need to tell our story. That's well said. Now, we sat back last week and we saw some of the major banks in the country get a lot of money from the government. What do the credit unions need, if anything, to improve their liquidity? And it's a question I've heard over and over from people. Okay, they're the banks. What about the credit unions? Yeah, the system's pretty robust with the corporate credit union network. Um, They recently... um, the central liquidity facility that was was a thing that was enacted, I don't know, maybe the late 70s, early 80s. I think originally Congress allocated like $42 billion or something for that. Well, because that money came out of somebody else's general fund and then no credit union needed it for 25 years, they gradually reduced it until just a few weeks ago. It was down to $8 billion by by law. Well, then NCUA, our National Credit Administration, and all um, got them to um, boost it back to its original levels of $41 billion. Now, it's a very short-term fix. It's typically 90-day loans that you need to meet liquidity. It's not a, you can't use it to, you know, to, to match off your loan portfolio. But we were able to get, for an example, borrow money at 2.25%. So if I can borrow at 2.25% or borrow from the Federal, Reserve, Federal Home Loan Bank Board, their classic advance rates are... They have been lower than three. I don't know where they are right now today. That That's the rate that we're going to borrow. I mean, we're not going to buy CDs at 4.75 and compete with these banks that are failing, have lost their creditworthiness and can't borrow at the Fed window, and they still got to meet their daily cash letters and clearing. So they're forced to pay up on deposits just to get the money to come in the door. I'm not going to get sucked into that to that game. So I, I think that credit unions will not take anything from the taxpayers, and they never have in this bailout or any other. I think we have a good central liquidity facility for short-term borrowings. Uh, the credit union has a really good corporate credit union system in the Federal Home Loan Bank Board. We also can sell loans. I mean, you can do loan participations or, or sell some assets to, to free up liquidity. So in our case, we recently sold a small portfolio of about $9 million of car loans to another credit union in another state that um, hasn't seen a downturn in his economy, has very robust earnings, uh, hasn't seen any mortgage defaults at all, was not a, did not have a good loan to share ratio and wanted you know wanted to buy some loans and we knew the guy and it helped us so you know it freed up a little liquidity so between that loan sale and borrowing you know at two and a quarter percent it just gives me the lift I need and and I think we'll be fine. Well said, Tom. Loan growth, ironically, that I, I was going to share, I forgot to say this earlier that for whatever reason and and maybe it's because of brilliant management I would hope that but. But we have always been able to make loans here, and here we are in the worst economic environment that I've ever seen in my entire life, and our loan growth this year is still above 15% at a time when you know, most banks are saying they're not making any loans at all, and most credit unions, the national average for credit unions, I think loan growth this year is maybe 5% on an average. So we've really stopped, not stopped making loans to our members and helping them. You know, We haven't shut down anything or you know, made the beacon scores harder for people to get credit. The only thing that we've eliminated is 100% loan-to-value type home equity loans. We've cut those out, but we haven't even revoked lines of credit yet on people that have home equity lines of credit, although our regulators are asking us to do that. We're we're sort of uh, fussing with them, if you will, respectfully disagreeing. We're just not sure why we'd want to do that if the member is still making the payments, and even though the price of the house, the value of the house has declined, we're not sure that as a PR thing that that's a good thing for credit to do, but it's a small number. In our case, it's a real, real small number. I mean, like 80, 
85 loans, so it's, it's very manageable if we have to do it. But they're telling us that banks and credit unions around the country are, are wholesale just closing people's lines of credit, and I just think that's now not a good time to do that. I think the horse, you know, the horse is already out of the barn. The, the, the damage has been done. Why would you penalize somebody now who might have a line there that's going to use it for business expansion in a few months, and all of a sudden you, you take it away? So anyway, that was just an aside. Tony, you've been a great spokesman for the credit unions today. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks, thanks. I appreciate your time and your insight. We've been talking with Tom Randall, President and CEO of Sarasota Coastal Credit Union. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.